coming in at six foot four, number one, Patty's Playbook. Hey guys, I'm your host Patty, and welcome to Patty's Playbook, the show for all you sports lovers out there. We cover NRL, NBA, NFL, plus many more sports. You can find us on Instagram, at Paddy's Playable. I can hear the sport calling us. Let's dive into this episode, baby. Hey guys, welcome back to the Playbook. Today, we have a nice, short, sharp, fun episode. Rugby League, NRL, the Daily M, and our Team of the Year predictions. But first, introducing another special guest of the podcast, Liam. Welcome back, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's been too long, too long. Too long. Glad to have you back. How's... um? regular season's done now for the NRL have you you've enjoyed it it's been a yeah it's been it's been really good um I think we've known for a while the top you know five or six but uh you know enjoyed uh it coming down to the last round for that eight spot yeah it did add some spice to the season and the excitement so let's mate let's just rip in the daily um as most years after a certain I think it's 12 rounds they cut off the votes you don't it's all goes behind closed doors Tom Trevojevic I've I've ran, I've rambled on for months about this bloke. I need to just ask you straight off the bat: Is this the greatest individual performance season of any player you've seen? Definitely, it it eclipses Hayne of '09 and Barber of '12. I think by some way, when you consider how you know many games Tom's played this year and what he could have done if he'd played, you know, even close to the regular amount. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really remarkable. Like, mainly, I believe, started the year 0-4, the second worst start to an NRL season statistically. And he comes back, and they literally look like a, a new team. It's, it's remarkable. So, as you said, the, the comparisons with this season is obviously Barber and Hayne. So I'm going to just quickly break down some numbers. For Turbo this year, so he's only played 14 games. He's obviously played Origin, started the year off with the injury, those hamstrings. It's, it's good that they're back strong. So he's averaging 21 runs a game at 216 metres, which is pretty ridiculous. 1.6 tries a game on average. So that's 22 in total for the year. 1.8 try assists per game. So that's 25 try assists in total. 1.7 line breaks a game. So that's 24 in total for the season. And he's averaging six tackle breaks a game and one offload, pretty much. It, it's ridiculous. So we compare that to Jared Hayne. Do you want to run through Hayne stats for the... Yeah, yeah. No, just looking at Hayne, 26 games in 09, going all the way to the grand final. Uh, 175 average running metres per game with 14 tries, 19 try assists. He had 34 line breaks, 11 line break assists, and 178 tackle breaks, which was, you know, at that point, yeah. people were like, wow, what an incredible season. But, I mean, yeah, what Tom's been able to accomplish in essentially half a season. Yeah, statistically, he's just blown him out of the water. Oh, yeah, not even close. Yeah, no, I agree. And then, like, we refer to Barber. He played 27 games, and he got to the grand final as well. He had 22 tries. He was... Like electric, but I don't think like statistically he wasn't he was nowhere near as well. So do you think it's like a certain a lock, or does Turbo have to? Because he hasn't really proven himself in the finals yet in his career. Does he have to do something else this year? You know, beat a Melbourne or get to a prelim to kind of match it with these guys, or do you think statistically this is locked in the best? Um, I, I, I still think 
it, it'd go down as the best regular season. I, I, I can see, I think Turbo, I don't know if they'll quite get to the grand final like, like Hayne and Barber, but I really can't see him, you know, going out before, him and Manly going out before the prelim. Yeah. But I still think it, even if they went out too straight, which I, which is really unlikely, I still would consider this the best individual season. Yeah. And the scary thing is as well, like, he's playing fullback, but what did he do in State of Origin? Playing on the right, playing centre. Uh, yeah. Man, man of the series. Like, it, it's scary. It's just, he's just, it's a cliche saying, but he's just an out-and-out footballer, mate. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's, he just takes the first runs of the set, one off the rock. It's, it's ridiculous. So, I'm a huge fan, and I really hope, obviously, the game's tonight, mainly Melbourne. I hope he can um, cause, cause some havoc for the Storm and they can get the job done. Yeah, but It would be great. Yeah. Next topic, the Daily M. Is this a landslide? Tommy... He missed the start of the year. Cleary was on 21 points, I believe, up to, after round 12. And then, yeah, I, I did a podcast about a month ago, and there was three weeks left in the season. And I calculated roughly, this was just being pretty lenient. Tommy was about three or four points above Cleary. And, but then that week after, Tommy had a rest, and then Cleary came back, and I'm pretty sure he would have got like a two or three points, man of the match performance. So going into the last two rounds, it was, I reckon, one or two points in it. Pretty close. I think Tommy's been. I think he's the best player in the world. I think he deserves it. I think it's a landslide. He wins. But going back with Panda fans, going back to last year, everyone thought Nathan Cleary, Daily M. Obviously, that didn't happen. Jack White, I'm a huge fan. We don't have to go down that way, that alley. But is there a bit of corruption that the NRL want? Or that it might be a Cleary Turbo Daily M? Do you know where I'm getting at? I've just got this yeah. feeling. Is, yeah. is, is that a possibility? Or? Uh, I mean. Being being fans of the game, you'd hope not, but you know I don't know what happens behind closed doors, and I don't know whether they I don't know if they could take free points off Tom in any of the games he played towards the end of that season. Mm. Um, the, the best they could probably do is to help Cleary catch up by maybe giving him free points or more points than he probably was worth during some of those games. But I, I think. Uh, no, I, I think Tommy will take it and he'll finish a few points clear of second, which I, I do expect to be Cleary. And I, did you hear that um, comment by Gus Gould at the start of the week, Alex? Since they've been doing statistics for players, this is on the weekend, that game against Cowboys was the greatest ever. Yep. And apparently the top five for greatest ever performances statistically, Tommy's got four of them, four of the five, yep. and they're all this year. Yep. <laughs> He's a freak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we've we've carried on enough. As I said, people yeah. are probably drained every week hearing me carry yeah, on probably. about him. But the funny thing is, last year, I you know, being a Penrithian as well, I was shocked and a little disappointed that Cleary didn't win the Daly M. I think I'd be disappointed and upset if he won it this year, just because of how yeah. good Turbo's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, mate. I, I really hope Turbo wins it. But I've said this before. I just. The sporting industry can get very... Oh, cor- the corruption, is, is it's in there, mate, so... Yeah, you can't ignore it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll see. So, yeah. Tommy, Daily M, I'm glad we agree on that. Now, we've talked off air, and we've put together a team of the year. So, Liam and Pat, team of the year in the NRL. Mate, take it away, the back line. Back line, starting at fullback to, no one's surprised, yep. Tom, Tommy Trevojevic. Lock it in. Yeah. Our wingers, mate, so... We both agreed, Brian Toto, oh, I can, I think most people will agree with this. He's made the Origin team. He's yeah. averaging 250 roughly metres a game. He's an absolute freak. 
The other wing, though, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. So we've talked about blokes like Ruben Garrick, Josh Adokar. What other wingers do you think that have been, you know, they've had a pretty good year? Brett Morris? Yeah, I think Brett deserves an honourable mention um, because he was on track for a, a killer season on the wing. Um, he was had I can't remember how many tries he finished with before he got injured, but it was insane. It was fine. I think Mulatalo at the Sharks has had a really good year, um, but I, I think Saab and Garrick at Manly. Yeah, Johnson on the left for Bunnies has been like yeah, a try I, yeah exactly. Three. I think second year in a row top try scorer. So yep. yeah, look, I, I think you'd go between Adakar and Garrick. Yeah, um, it's tough. Yeah, we've we've both got to come to a little agreement here, mate. I'm. On to the to the nature that Garrick has been such an improvement. Top points is this the top points ever in a regular season? In a regular season, yeah, three hundred plus. Yeah, and he's like a pretty small guy. I guess the foxes too. He's lightning quick, but Garrick's just he's got this tough mentality about him now. He's bumping blokes off, scoring tries. I'm happy to give it to Garrick. Yeah, I'm give happy. Him the yep. other I'm happy with that. I think he's been electric this year. Yeah. So our wingers, Brian Toto and Garrick. Now the center pairing. I'll run through just some some mentions, some top blokes for nomination. So Justin Ollum, Matt Burton. We talked about Joey Manu yeah. off air. He's been fantastic. I guess Gagai's probably been better this year. He's been known for that origin Gagai, yeah. but I feel like he's, he's... Yeah, he's come a bit closer to the pack this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, Any I other centers? I think, I think Brian Kelly at the Titans has... I think he's always a standout in that team. Um, he's still a bit off the top centers, but I think I think he deserves you know a mention. Mention, yeah, yeah. I think Crichton's had a real quiet one. Uh, Stephen at Penrith. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether maybe because you know a shift of fullbacks probably better for him in the coming years. That's something we can talk about. Yeah. You, well, let's just do it now. Let's just rip in. Do you like that? We haven't actually even talked about this. Yeah, ever. I I think I think Crichton's. Penrith's best attacking fullback. Mm. I think Edwards is the best defensive fullback. Yeah, and whichever one can better themselves in the other on the other side, I think has that position. Yeah, no, I agree. And I like the backline because like Mamaroski, Crichton's on the wing. They they're chopping and changing. You can pull Dylan Edwards, Dylan Edwards out or put him yeah. on like yeah. There's lots of movement you can do there. So I agree. He's for a center. Crichton has been pretty quiet compared to last year. Yeah, we're gonna lock him in, mate. Yeah. Who who's your who's your first pick for the centre pairing? It has to be Justin Ollum. Yeah. I think you know he's been the most damaging ball running centre this year. He's built like um, a brick shit house. Like, yeah, oh, he is just granite. And the way he's improved over the last few years has been incredible. I think defensively as well. Like yeah. two or three years ago, he was rushing out, missing tackles, and monsters. Mate, what are you doing? And yeah. now he's if you're a fullback at the back. Oh yeah, and you see him charging out at your guard. Yeah, it's yeah, it's he's scary. So I agree. I lock him in and. This is tough. I'm more obviously Penrith fans. Matt Burton's been fantastic. He's played a bit of 5-8. Joey Manu, before that horrendous injury, has been... He's been incredible. He's, he, like, he can play in the wing, centre, fullback, wherever. What, what do you reckon, mate? I think Burton, but, but, but very close. Just edges him out? Just edges him out. Two, yeah. two similar players in that they've had to fill in a few positions this year. Yeah. Um, and, and both have done a brilliant job at that. And I think Manu has done excellently, similar to Tedesco, in such a brutalised Roosters um, squad. Yeah. Um, and it's just a shame it ended the way it ended for him. Yeah. 
Oh, so do you remember that game? Was it against Parramatta on a Thursday and he ran for like 380 metres yeah, or something? had a night out, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a freak, so yeah. No, I agree, Matt Burton. I believe he lead, or he's led the league in centres for top scoring. Yeah, I think try so. Scorer, so he's, yeah. he's going to be a big big loss for Penrith. We move on to the halves, mate, the 5-8. The, the nominations I'm seeing here, I think we can both agree on, is Cody Walker. He's been electric. Jerome Luai from Penrith played Origin. He started the year well. He's had that injury kind of getting back to his getting his getting back to his straps. Monster, and we talked off air. Adam Dewey, you like he's been. Yeah, I think you know he's been a bright light in an otherwise disappointing Tigers side. Him, uh, I think uh, Luciano Leilua, Leilua, Stefano Utaku Ikamanu. Mm-hmm. I thought Dewey deserved a mention. I wouldn't put him at the top, but but he's definitely there. He's the heart. He's the heart. Like yeah. Uh, you did you you seen Tiles of Tiger? Yeah, Tiles yeah. Tiger, Tiger I don't think I've seen the last episode, but just watching through, yeah, he very rarely had a bad game himself. Yeah. And he's the type of bloke. He looks like he wants that leadership. Like let's go, yeah. boys. Kind of like he leads from the front. You you got to respect that. So mate, is it? It's a landslide here, Walker. isn't it? The, yeah, it's got to yeah. be Walker. Just he's averaging one point five try assists a game this yeah. year. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. So halfback, is this? It's got to be Cleary. You know, he'll, he's the only one who could challenge Tom for the Dallium. Um, he's somehow taken his game to another level. Um, basically ended Josh Mansour's season with his, <laughs> with his right foot. Uh, you know. That was heartbreaking. It, it, it was, uh, poor source. But, uh, no, look, I think Jerome Hughes, his development as a halfback has been incredible. But, but But I think Cleary's in that world-class halfback yep. league of his own. You'd, they're the top two halfbacks in the competition. Yeah, I think I think them too. I think Adam Reynolds. Adam Reynolds this year has been really good and has proved you know a lot of Brisbane fans are happy that that, that he's going there next year. Um, I think Ben Hunt had a yeah. really good year for the Dragons, and I think a lot of the team let him down with how they finished oh, the season. Man. And Cherry Evans at Manly deserves a shout out. Yeah. Uh, Tom's been the star, but him and Foran have have really uh, added. Yeah. Are you more of the like the understanding that with Cherry Evans and Foran, if Tommy's not there, it's it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, so yeah. I I think there you, you do see the drop when Tommy isn't there, but mm-hmm. I think what Manly have done well this year is it's not as much of a drop. Yeah. And they've been able to uh, you know maybe scrape away with a win or just put something together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it, mate. I like it. All right, the big boppers up front, our prop forwards. I think most people can agree with this. Payne Haas, absolute tearaway of a season. Origin, what is he, 21? Yeah, if, if that, yeah. 2021? 20, yeah, huge career ahead of him. Um, James Fisher-Harris for yep. Penrith. Adam Fenua-Blake, I thought he's been, I think he's been pretty decent. I think he's a top five prop in the comp. When he yep. gets gone, got a big engine. I think so, yeah. Hargraves probably gets a shout out for... Yeah, I think Hargraves... What he's gone through this year, troops down, always stand. I think there was a few games he played 80 minutes in the front row. Yeah, he did. I think with Hargraves, you know, his main issue was just sometimes uh, letting the aggression uh, get the best of him, yeah. which caused him to uh, miss some, some games. Uh, but, you know, you can't question the heart he has for that team and what he's done for them this year as well. Yeah. Anyone else you... Yeah, I'd say I'd say Christian Welsh at Melbourne. Yeah. I think he's the been really good. Yeah, the White Rhino. Uh, Junior Paula, Para, yep. um, solid. And I think in a disappointing Canberra side, I think Josh Papali'i. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you think he bounces back? Like, well, obviously we want him to bounce back, but it has been a bit disappointing for him, hasn't it? Yeah. I, As I th- a club, I guess, maybe. It's... I, I think so. I 
I think they have a few things that they'll need to fix in, in that offseason. Um, but but him, uh, he's been solid all year for them. Yeah. Yes. Any one more question? Daniel Saifidi? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, both both Saifidi brothers are, you know, among the best in the game. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'd definitely probably put them there. They're there, there. There or thereabouts, yeah. Beautiful. All right, mate. We've locked in Payne Haas. We've overgrown that. Yep. James Fisher-Harris, Adam Fenua blake It's hard because a lot of these decisions are coming down to Penrith player or non-Penrith player. Um, I'm going to go Fisher-Harris just. Mm. I think Adam missed some game time this year. and uh, oh, What was that, a fracture? Yeah, he had a, yeah, he had a patella issue. Um, he went for, and there was a, another injury. There was another, yeah. So he's had a bit, but but I think he's added to that Warriors side. And he's fantastic. Maybe next year or, you know, in the next few years, he can become, you know, the best in the game. Yep. Or challenging who are the best. Yep. No, I agree. Fisher-Harris, he's been phenomenal. He started the year really well, in my opinion. Um, then, obviously, he's had um, had to leave the, the bubble for the baby and stuff. And, yeah, now he's finding his straps, getting ready for finals football. So Payne Haas, Fisher-Harris in yep. the front row. Hookers. What do we reckon, mate? There's a lot of good hookers out there. For me, two blokes come straight to my mind. They, they wear the purple. Yep. Agree? Disagree? Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I think uh, Cheese. He, like... He's the uh, informed hooker of the club. Oh, I think so. I, you know, going into this year, it was going to be who will have that nine spot. And, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, you know, Harry will go in, you know, had a good year in a... In a you know, a mediocre Tigers team and yep. uh, being in Melbourne, he'll be fine. I, I think Harry's had a few more hurdles, whereas I think Brandon's just really stepped up into that hooking position to say, you know, to Bellamy and Storm that, you know, this is the position I want. Mm. Um, he wants to be starting hooker. You know, he does a fine job when he's in lock, but I, I think he's been the top hooker this year. Yeah, I agree. It was interesting, like, we're talking about Harry Grant, that game against Para two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And Fanukin and a big, few of the big boys were out and Brandon Smith, I believe, started in lock. And Harry started. And he played 80, I'm pretty sure, on the hooker and the fatigue kicked in there. Yep. Like, he's, obviously it's going to take him time. He can do it, yep. but he's not used to it. Yep. And I don't blame Bellamy. you got Grant Smith, one-two punch. Yeah. It's the best in the game. But it's going to be interesting what the future holds for those two blokes. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting once, you know, they start coming off contract and both of them want to be a starting hooker. Yeah. And there's a potential new team coming in a few years. So. <laughs> Mate, further headache. So, yeah. Brandon Smith locked in for our hooker. I think year. so, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. The back row. This is where it gets tough. Do you want to run through a few names that you think... Yeah, I, I think dogs. yeah, I'd, I'd put Isaiah Papali in there. I think he's been the buy of the season, the most improved player of the season. Yeah, um, I think he deserves one of those two spots. Um, I think for Fida, you know, he's had a few times this year where he's maybe hasn't lived up to the price tag. But to be fair, it, it's a hard price tag to live up to. Yeah, um, the army kickouts in the conversation again. Olakawatu from Manly. I think he's been the most improving. You like him? Yeah, I really do. Um, I think he's been been an absolute weapon on that right edge, I believe. Yep. Um, and then Angus Crichton and Felice Kafusi, two solid yeah. second rows, yeah. I like um, that Satili Tupanua as well. For yeah, Tupanua. He's, he's yeah. tough. I, I Underrated, I reckon, maybe. Yeah, I think so. He's, you know, been one of the Roosters' best, I think. and. Yep. You know, he's had to fill in at centre a few times this year as well for necessity. You know, yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Asai Papalihi, by of the year, we're going to lock him into our team. Yep, Papalihi's in. The other spot, yep, the other spot, David Fafita. I agree with you. 
And I, not that I think it's unfair the way it's been, not treated, it's the media, you caught yeah. that. Oh, definitely. It, it's the only reason why we're talking about this is the price tag, would you agree? Yeah, no, it really is. And uh, let's face it, Fafita doesn't have Cleary or a Cody Walker mm-hmm. there in the halves for him. Yeah. Um, he's got a good a good halfback in Jamal Fogarty. Yeah. But this year, we've just seen Ash Taylor isn't what he once was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't been that way for a long time. Yep. So what they need to do in the offseason is work out who's going to be that six, um, sort it out. And if they can get him a good one next year, Fafita can, you know, go to an even higher level, I think. Yep. Off, off topic here, talking about the six for Titans, what would you do? You've got the young thriver at the back, Campbell. Do you move... Who's the player that played? Or AJ? Into I would move six. the last... Um, I was hesitant a few weeks back about moving Brimson out of fullback because I actually think he's been a pretty good fullback for them. Yep. However, I think you need to have Jaden Campbell in that team. Somewhere. The, the effort he gives, mm-hmm. I would put him as maybe, you know, up there as one of the rookies of the year and he's played four games. Yeah. I'd maybe explore in the off-season, possibly playing him at fullback mm-hmm. or 5-8. Or yeah. See if... Either of them can accommodate that 5-8 position, and I think that will save you money in trying to find someone. Yeah. Go from within. Beautiful. No, I agree. You've nailed it on the head. Papa Lehi for feeder locked in. Yep. Our last spot. This is tough. This is probably the toughest one, in my opinion. Cameron Murray, Asai Yo, Jake Travojevic, Dale Finucane's been in and out this year. What do we do? Yeah, it, it's a it's a tough one. I, I really think I, I wouldn't be unhappy when, when the team gets named in a few weeks. If it's Yo or Murray, um, even to Jake Trevojevic, mm. I'm not going to be unhappy. I, I'd go Yo in like a photo finish. Yeah. Um, the nose in it. Yeah, yeah. So, look, uh, I'm going to give it a Yo because I think Cameron Murray's more attractive and he's got a lot going for him. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give it a Yo. Give it to the Dumbo boy. Yeah, give the Dumbo boy a chance, eh? I think so. And I think, man, he's the 13th for New South Wales. Yeah. He's been phenomenal. Yeah, he's got the club combinations of Cleary and Luai. And, yeah. But I just think, maybe you're right with the oh, Murray thing, mate. Like, Murray probably offloads the ball more, more yeah. tackle breaks. He's got a quick play of the ball. But yeah. the way Yo controls that middle, yeah, it's second to none, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. So, mate, that was good fun. I'll roll through our team of the year for everyone. Tommy Travojevic. Ruben Garrick on one wing with Brian Toto. Our centre pairing, Justin Olam, Matt Burton. Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Our hooker, Brandon Smith. Front row pairing, Payne Haas, James Fisher-Harris. Locke, Ford, Sayo, And our back row, Fafita and Papalihi. So, mate, we need a coach to um, yep. coach this team. Who's our coach of the year? Uh, best coach of the last 20 years, Craig Bellamy. Yeah, it's... This year, it's not even close. Yeah, no, because I, I think you look at the contenders. I think Cleary's um, done a really good job, mm-hmm. um, similar to last year. I think I think Robinson, in tough circumstances, has done really well. Yep. I think Hasler's done well, but let's face it, it it's Tom that that's oh, the weapon there. 100%. Um, and, you know, Bennett's always in the conversation, but I, Souths haven't beat Penrith or Melbourne this year, and... Uh, I, I think you have to give it to Bellamy, you know. No no, no Cameron Smith this year, yep. the first year without the big three, and they are just as dominant, if not more. Yeah. You had all those players out in Origin. Yeah. Papik was out for, what, eight, nine, ten yep. weeks? Yeah. No, I agree. All right, he's not in our team, but who do you think's going to get the captain of the year? Yeah. I think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it's 
Tedesco. Yeah. Uh, I think what he's had to uh, do in a, a very inexperienced Roosters side with all the young players coming in through injury and that, I, I just think his leadership is what led them to where they finished. Yep. No, I agree. He's, yeah, he's been fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Last little award we're going to have some fun with here. I'll take the reins here. Rookie of the year. This is tough. I'm happy to flip a coin and land on either. Reese Walsh, Sam Walker. Talk to me, mate. Give me, give me an argument for each side. So I think Sam Walker coming in this year, there was a lot of hype, more, more so than Reese Walsh. Yep. And we thought, we, we figured we'd probably see uh, Sam Walker at some point for this year, probably a lot earlier due to the injury to Kiri. Um, look, I think he's been, he's been really good for someone as young as he is and as small as he is. Yeah. Um, he gets a lot of traffic. He gets a lot of traffic. He can take a beating, which, which is a good sign. But Reese Walsh, to me, has just the superstar factor. As soon as he came in, you know, I think last time I was on, we talked about whether it was right for Roger to not be playing in that fullback spot. We did. Yeah. We um, did. And I I said that I know at the time it was Roger's decision and I supported that. And look, I I think they... They haven't been a worse team with Walsh at fullback. I think they've been a bit more creative, and yeah. I'm really excited for Reese Walsh in the coming years. As the same with Sam Walker, um, but I, I think Reese Walsh for me is is yeah. the rookie. Imagine next year, SJ there digging into the line, creating all that space at the back, yeah. and just letting this young Robber just off the leash and just yeah, yeah. They they got a good team um, next year. I. I th- if they can at some point get back to New Zealand. Mm. Oh, um, I heard, did you hear the report? Yeah, time? no, they're going to be based out of Redcliffe, which I think is what they were going to uh, do last year as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but things changed. Um, look, I think I think they'll have a good year. I think Redcliffe, as we've seen the last few weeks, it's a good ground and mm, it's, yeah. it's set up pretty well. They're trying to get that uh, 17th license. And look, I, I hope for their sake they can return to New Zealand as soon as possible next okay. year. Yep. But, yeah, we'll see. So, you got to pick one, mate. I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, Walsh. Walsh? Yeah. Unlike the other conversation, I'm going with the attractive one. The real handsome one. <laughs> Beautiful, yeah. Reese Walsh, I'd, he's been fantastic. We didn't plan this before, but one more question. Grand final, what two teams are there? I know it's tough. Just yeah, the, I, the I, the I'd, I'd say Penrith, Melbourne's the obvious one, but um, I'm going to say Penrith versus Manly. I love it. I'm, I'm saying, calling an upset tonight, which means it probably won't Woo! happen. Sorry, Manly fans. Uh, but no, I, I, I'd, I'd like to see Cleary versus Trevojevic. Oh. I think it'd be a great attacking yeah. game. Imagine, imagine the narrative. The yeah. two blokes, best two players in the world yep. at the moment. Yep. No, yep. Awesome. Mate, that's a wrap on the podcast. The Daily M team of the year. That was good fun. And we'll get into an NFL podcast in a sec. Yeah, Premium Finals. Hope you enjoyed that one, guys. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Paddy's Playbook. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's much appreciated. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page, at Paddy's Playbook. We post fun, engaging content every single day. Once again, we really appreciate your support. See you next time. Let's go. Let's go.